Howdy and welcome to the Homes for Hope podcast. My name is Dre Coltree and I'm the Western U.S. representative for Homes for Hope and your host today. If you're not aware, Homes for Hope is a building industry response to global poverty. Since our founding, we have expanded our mission to serve in over 20 countries and have had the privilege of investing over $1.6 billion in the dreams of underserved men and women through microenterprise development. Today on our show, we have the a, a, a change-up, not the one and only, but we have Heidi Schroeder and Lauren Loy of ECI, and we're super privileged to be able to chat with them today. Lauren and Heidi, thank you all so much for hopping on the podcast today. Um, it's, it's a pleasure to have you both, and uh, listeners, get excited. This is an experiment. This is the first time we've had two guests, so uh, have, have a little bit of grace for us in case there's some hiccups, but um, Lauren, Heidi, would you all like to share a little bit about what y'all's roles at ECI are and what exactly it is you do? Lauren, we'll start with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Dre. Appreciate it. Um, I am the regional sales executive at ECI Solutions. I uh, manage sales for Lapso CRM, uh, LotView, uh, and InSearch, our virtual design center. There's there's a lot there. Zero, zero plates in the air at all, right, Lauren? Like you're not you're not, <laughs> nothing going on in your world. <laughs> nothing at all. Exactly. And and Heidi, what about what about yourself? What exactly is your role? Yeah. So at ECI, short answer is I help home builders build their business. Um, I really help them leverage uh, the technology that they have uh, through consulting and training. Uh, and I help them find new technology that may help them. My my title is senior consultant, but that's a little vague. But I like to say I, I just hope I help people build a little bit better homes and help them make the customer experience better. Yeah, you know, I think those uh, check a lot of boxes right there. It might, it might be a vague title, but you clarified things very well. So so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, well, y'all, the listeners do not tune in to listen to Drake Holtry in Dallas, Texas, but they tune in to listen to y'all, the guests. And so, Lauren, I would love for you to start us off and, and just kind of take it away with what you think uh, the building industry should be keeping front of mind right now as we kind of close out summer of 2023 and start entering into the fall. Yeah, this is such an important uh, topic. And um, yeah, I mean, really the word uh, integration is coming to mind. And uh, you know, I talk to numerous home builders and developers day in, day out, um, actually come from uh, over a decade working for home builders and developers myself. And um, now I'm in, in on this side of things, helping developers get set up and builders get set up on uh, solutions. And, you know, what I'm really seeing is uh, the importance of having a fully integrated um, back-end system, you know, from from a CRM to manage leads and marketing and reporting um, to your website, you know, having an interactive experience, interactive floor plans, interactive site map, um, and, you know, your back end uh, where you manage your operations and accounting and uh, contracts. And, you know, I was recently working with a builder and, you know, they said, Lauren, I, <laughs> I, uh, 
really want to get out of the software industry so that I can focus on building homes, you know? And so when, when you're on all these different, uh, tools and solutions, you know, you end up kind of having to individually manage each one and customize it. And so um, having having all of uh, an integrated kind of ecosystem, if you will, is really, really important um, to give you the visibility that you need into your business and to really focus on your customers and build homes. <laughs> Lauren, so it's interesting. Um, as you were saying that, it's the 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 leads the marketing the the back end the contracts things like that um as i, I was kind of thinking my head kind of went where that builder went of like hey lauren i just want to build houses like i want i want to build houses i want to sell houses like i want to move on to our next development that that feels very much uh behind the scenes in the weeds for me what what exact how did you respond to that builder how would you respond to builders out there saying like i just want to build houses i don't want to worry about leads and marketing and contracts and back end and so on and so forth like what what did you say to that builder well i mean that is our specialty (laughs) in what we do here at eci i mean that is really what sets us apart um whether you choose one of our solutions and you're just on lasso or you go with all of our offerings. I mean, all of our offerings are fully integrated with each other, but um, I kind of do want to take a step back and zoom out a little bit that, you know, even if we just talking about not only just the integrations, but the way that consumers are shopping online now, right? So um, our industry has exponentially changed quickly and having an interactive experience on your website um, is, is what you have to have nowadays. And so I think that that's also, um, in conjunction with the integration. So kind of stepping back to that, like customer goes onto your website, um, having an interactive floor plans, interactive site map. Um, what we're seeing from our, from our data is that when you have all of that, the customers now are going from maybe a minute on your website to over six minutes engaging, becoming emotionally invested, getting really excited. And, um, you know, with a tool like InSearch is something that we offer here. It, it does that interactive floor plans and site map, but it also can go on and do like your customers could go on and see different cabinet colors and flooring and countertops and start to really get excited uh, about their potential new home. And then think about this. So now they've gotten emotionally invested. They hit submit. They fill out the contact form. That goes right into either Lasso CRM or a CRM to capture that. And then from there, you pick up that experience with the customer. I love that you added on that covered patio um, to this floor plan, right? Um, And then you can take that experience all the way through to the design center and then to, you know, to contract. Um, And so, you know, even on the front end on the website, customers on and they, if you have an interactive site map, they could see what lots are available, what floor plans can fit on that lot, you know, and then sign up um, that they're interested in that lot. And so, you know, what we're seeing is we're really not even competing against the builder next door anymore. It's how we're shopping online. And so um, meeting consumers where they're at, but also uh, having a fully integrated system to take the buyer through that full process 
you make a price change on your back end, it up it there's transparency. It not only for sales, but for the buyer, it's all fully integrated and it streamlines the entire process. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh it I don't know what the average amount of time spent on a builder website is from a a new client perspective, but when you said going from one minute to six minutes, that sounded monumental in, in my head. Um, do you know what exactly it is that, that is causing that change? Is it that interactive ability to say, uh, hey, I, I don't want to just see photos of this kitchen. I want to go in and be able to kind of recreate, redesign, change things. Is it that uh, plug and play, getting to choose your own uh, designs and things like that, that you think is really keeping them there? I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you just, you said it, like it's taking it a step further from just seeing generic photos of perhaps a model home in your community. I mean, they're getting actual images of um, the hardware and the cabinet color and the countertops that they can actually choose from that are available for that specific home on that specific lot with that specific floor plan. I mean, they can, um, you know, really spend time and and create and get excited about this home. And so, and it's, and it, and it's not just playing a game like this is real, you know, and then from there they can they if they do make a change that if you if you choose to be transparent, which we do see, we have a case study with some builders that we're seeing if you are transparent with pricing and options on your website, uh, we're seeing our builders double their option sales. I mean, even even with the market today, um, you know, if you add on if you make it apparent that you can add on a covered patio and here's the price and it, either we have a mortgage calculator within search they see that it changes the mortgage payment by $5 a month for example boom they're going to add that on and so we are seeing that they're spending longer on the website getting excited they're spending more in options cuz they see that it's accessible to them um, and then from there sales can pick it right up from the CRM take it through the whole buyer journey i i so appreciate y'all's uh uh, leaning into transparency with that tool. Um, I, I, your home is, uh, more than likely the most expensive purchase you will ever make in a lifetime. Um, I don't know what else other people are buying, but for me, it'll be a home. Uh, and with that, uh, to be able to just see that mortgage calculator right there and say, hey, this is a dream and a vision that I have for my home. And it actually doesn't make it too much more expensive adding um, this thing that I may or may not have done without being able to see the tool in front of me. I think that's great that you guys very much lean into the transparency and you're not trying to bait and switch anyone. This isn't a, a used car parking lot or anything along those lines. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, Lauren, uh, I, I don't expect you to have a crystal ball, but I'm going to ask you, like 10 years from now, what do you think is the next step of of what you've been talking about right now? Going able to get online, see uh, what amenities can look like, what you can change, having that integration with the builder so then the builder can follow up and say, hey, I saw you did this in the kitchen or you did this in the bathroom. What do you think that could look like in 10 years, like elevated? Oh, goodness. That's a really exciting uh, question. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're just going to continue to elevate this buying experience um, with, you know, just a virtual experience, truly online. I mean, to be able to virtually get to the point of buying a home fully online, you know, with the help of uh, one-on-one help from a dedicated sales 
consultant, absolutely. Um, but I do believe that we are going to move to this fully virtual, fully integrated way of buying new homes. And, um, and it's going to be extremely elevated, like just similar to kind of where we're at right now to where you can actually see the exact image of the hardware and the price and the manufacturing, like choose everything virtually and um, have a really beautiful visual experience in doing so make it very streamlined and exciting and I mean who knows maybe homes will be built in 24 hours and you move in and it's done oh man okay <laughs> y'all we're gonna have to run this podcast back in 10 years we're gonna everyone's coming back no matter where you are in life we're gonna we're gonna be like Lauren did you what did you get your house in 24 hours we'll see what have happened but um well Lauren thank you so much uh Heidi I would love to know Right now, kind of same question. What exactly is it that you think the building industry should be keeping in front of mind with where we're at? Yeah, right. Well, uh, you know, integration kind of leads into to what I would have to say, too. At this particular moment in time, I'm going to say big picture, right? At, the, at this moment in time, more than ever, our customers are craving a buying process process that isn't painful. You know, we can really easily... Um, across the board with almost everything we buy, we have it in a moment, at a glance, whatever we want, Amazon puts it on our doorstep tomorrow, right? So as consumers, we're becoming used to that that procedure, you know, used to that right now, right now um, type mentality. And we almost expect, though, that any large purchase is going to have a lot of pain attached with it. So we kind of put it off as long as possible. I don't know about you, but I'll drive a car into the ground way past the time I need it because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want that process. And I, I think the same goes with a new home. You know, the 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 pain is greater than the outcome, so people will put it off. So and or move to the path of least resistance, which sometimes is buying a used home, right? Um, if if they're available, right? So. With that in mind, I think it's more important than ever to have really great internal processes and communication internally with your company that's aligned throughout your company to have that big picture of our goal is to have a very clear outline of what our customer experience is going to look like Um, and choosing team members who have that vision for a great customer experience and are aligned with that. I think we tend to get in the weeds with our internal issues, you know, the little nitty gritty of our day to day. And we lose sight of that true big picture that we are a part of one of the most important decisions that a customer will make. Like you said, Drake, that that this is the most important decision for a lot of people. We're, we have the privilege to be a part of that. It's an incredibly important role. And I think that we often lose sight of that big picture, but it's going to become more and more important. Um, one thing that goes along with this that that I see is going to become a bigger, bigger pain and make it a little bit more difficult to maintain that customer experience is, you know, is our, we're, we're managing more than ever. We have fewer subcontractors. Our build times are longer. You know, we, we have fewer people building the home and maybe they're not as skilled as they used to be building the home. 
So we need to make sure that we're training and aligning all of those folks across the board, not just in sales and marketing, but everybody with that same big picture, um, because it's going to become more and more painful for a lot of companies um, to, to have that juggle and, and create a great customer experience. I love that, Heidi. Uh, one thing I was I was kind of picking up on there is uh, when it, it's, it might be taking longer to build a home. Build times are longer. Uh, materials are more expensive. Um, again, and, and I, I kind of ask this question often, and I kind of asked a similar question to Lauren. Um, if, if you're connecting with a builder and they're like, training and educating isn't isn't the shiny thing to highlight they're like training and educating doesn't feel like it sells homes um and, and they're wanting to to move on to the next thing and, and how do you prove the roi in that or the dollars and cents and and heidi for what it's worth i believe you i'm playing devil's advocate over here uh but but what would you say uh to this builder that's like no i just want to use some sticks and bricks and and move on uh i don't want to have to to spend time training and educating my staff Oh, I see that. I see that a lot. And I, I think, you know, we can educate by example, you know, showing other really successful companies and what they're doing. Um, I think it's, it's very clear in the clients that I work with, that it's very clear who is investing in educating their, their folks. Um, you know, Lauren, I picked up on something that Lauren said that, you know, uh, her client said that I, I'm, I don't want to be a software person anymore. You know, and I, I get that for sure, you know, and, and that's what um, my role is, is to come in and help do some of that heavy lifting uh, with some of that. But the return on investment is is very clear with other companies. So using those those other companies as a shining example that these folks are doing it right. You know, and this is what they're this is what they're gaining. You know, they're building a thousand homes per year instead of your two hundred and fifty. Let's get you to that thousand where you want to be. Yeah, no, I think you uh, you articulated that well. If I, if I was a home builder, I think I, I'd, I'd be on board at that point. Um, well, well, listeners, uh, we're we're about to transition quickly, but um, before that, here's a word from our executive director, Matthew Bear. Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Homes for Hope podcast. This is Matt Bayer, Executive Director of Homes for Hope. Our building industry partners are using their resources to change lives. And this September, we're teaming up with ECI for their inaugural Awareness Month featuring Homes for Hope. Together, we're shining a spotlight on the incredible entrepreneurs Hope serves, like Flora, who is alleviating poverty in her family and community through the two businesses she built in the Dominican Republic. We'll put a link to her incredible story in the show notes. We're so grateful for ECI's support and sharing about Homes for Hope with their clients and giving them an easy way to connect with us directly or support our mission through a secure donation. Thank you, ECI, for using what's in your hands to make a real impact on the world. Now, back to the Homes for Hope podcast with your host, Drake Coltry. Well, we're back. Uh, thank you, uh, Matt Bear, for for that little ad spot in the Homes for Hope podcast. It's always appreciated. Um, well, the second half of our podcast is uh, 
by far my my favorite part personally um but this is where we get to discuss who it was that invested in you um homes for hope exists to invest in the lives of men and women uh, in underserved countries all around the world through a micro enterprise through business training through loans invested in their businesses so that they can rise up out of poverty um, and there's truly a beautiful level of dignity when you don't just give someone something, um, but they are able to use their time, skills, and talents um, to rise up out of poverty on their own with their own business endeavors and their own ideas. But that took a level of investment. And we don't believe in uh, any such thing as a self-made man. We've all had someone invest in us somewhere along the lines, whether personally or professionally. And so Heidi, um, I would love for you to go first and kind of share who it was that invested in you either personally or professionally to help get to where you are today. Yeah. You know, Drake, I love this question. It's one of my favorite questions I've ever been asked, really. Um, it isn't often where we have the opportunity to reflect on those people that helped us become the person we are. Um, so I do have a couple of answers. I'll be short, but personally and professionally, it was hard to choose just one. So personally, at the risk of sounding trite, you know, my husband, Jason, Jason has been instrumental in my growth, both personally and professionally. Um we're, we're parents. We're parents to two teenage boys. They haven't always been teenagers. And, you know, as I was growing in my career, when, when my boys were younger, um, my husband was a true partner in, in every sense of, of the word. And I wouldn't be able to have grown professionally without him helping to support that, you know, support my goals and my aspirations, you know, I wouldn't have been able to, um, uh, to have that, that part of myself and invest in that part of myself without his investment in, in his time and effort and energy, um, into our partnership. So I know that sounds kind of trite to, to choose my husband, but really, you know, that kept coming to the top, the top of my list, um, it is Jason, my husband, um, professionally, I, it, I had my last job, I worked for a builder and it was my first time working in the industry. I came from a different industry and uh, I had a manager who was the owner of the company, James Moen, who he would sit with me. Um, it probably worked out to about an hour a day. Sometimes it was none. Sometimes it was two hours, you know, but he would sit with me and just impart his knowledge in that time that he spent just imparting his knowledge, I just soaked up as much as I could. Um, and, you know, if he recommended a book, I read that book. If he recommended a podcast, I listened to that. You know, I just, I just soaked all of that in. And I don't think that he realized how much of that impacted um, my feeling about the industry my my thoughts about customer experience and customer service and you know my path in this in this industry so i'll have to tell him if he doesn't listen to this i'll have to tell him that <laughs> oh heidi we're the second this publishes i'm expecting you to text it over over to james and say hey there, there's a shout out yeah. in there you gotta listen um don't tell him what minute it happens though so he listens to the whole thing uh okay. well, well heidi i love that um my my first question uh, in regards to your husband, Jason, what 
did that. So, so my wife and I both work, like we both have careers. And so I'm very curious, what, um, did Jason's support of you look like practically day in and day out week by week? Um, what, what did that support look like? Well, you know, the juggle, if you have kids, you know, there's, there's baseball, there's getting dinner, there's, um, you know, the job that I'm in now, uh, requires quite a bit of travel. So who's going to pick up the kids from school? Who's going to drop them off? All of those day-to-day things that we get really, really wrapped up in. Um, You know, if you don't have a good partner to help through that, if we both work, somebody has to do it, right? Somebody has to do that baseball practice or um, bringing snacks to soccer practice or, or all of those things. And um, if you don't have that that support together where you can uh, we, we had days where there were spreadsheets or weeks where there were spreadsheets on, you know, this is who's doing what, when and, you know, ha- having that, um, I think, was really instrumental in being in allowing me the opportunity to say, OK, I can do this. You know, I have this goal. I have this heart for this industry. And he saw that and I can do this, you know, so um, having that day to day was really important. You can tell I get a little bit choked up over this, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, I I sincerely appreciate it. It just shows how uh, honest you are in those moments. Um, Okay, so this is not a marriage podcast, but you know what? I think if you have a roommate, anyone can use this. Uh, You said you had an Excel sheet, like this is a little in the weeds, but like, was that like the tool that helped you guys get through? Like, was it a shared calendar? Like, I'm very curious. We have a two year old. So like, we're not at the baseball practice thing yet, but like, hopefully in time. (laughs) You're going to get there. And um, for us, we tried the shared calendar that that worked okay for, uh, for us. It was the spreadsheet. I would print it out, like physically print it out and tape it to the, the, uh, refrigerator um because that way everybody could see it i had highlighters where we would cross things out or i in the in excel i would highlight who was doing when i was organized like that because you kind of had to be you know but it was forced but um i have a co-worker that was kind of in a similar situation and she had a um she had taped a small or not taped but put a small monitor up in her on her wall that had a uh, calendar that linked to all of her computers and all of that and I I uh, I explored that for a little bit I think that would be a great great situation Um, by the time I explored that we were kind of getting past that that time where it was um, critical that we uh, have that juggle uh, we have one driving now and our life has changed. We're not going to know what to do with ourselves. Our life has changed because we have one driving now that, that, that seems to make things um, a, a little bit lighter load. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I don't even want to think about my son driving yet. That's too much of a fast forward. But I appreciate that the idea of taping it to the fridge, because guess what? Everybody in the household has to go to the fridge at some point. You want a glass of water? You're going to the fridge. You're going to see the schedule. Um, so quick question in regards to uh, James Moen, who you had highlighted. Uh, is there a particular um, book or podcast or just kind of uh, some shared knowledge that he gave you that still sticks with you today? 
Yeah, you know, he was the first person to turn me on to Jeff Shore and and the 4-2 formula. He was the first to um, to show me Jeff Shore and, and um, his, his teachings, his books. Um, so he was the very first to show me that. He also signed me up for Blinkist. And if it, for those of you who have never heard of that or used that, Blinkist um, is an app where you can get um, nonfiction bo- books, mostly self-help business type books, but in, they give summaries, you know, and it, it's either you can read the summaries or you can listen to the summaries and it'll pare down a, a business book into 10 minutes that are broken out into like two minute segments. So oh, that just that just perked a lot of people's life. ears out there. A lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are excited. They're like a summary. Great. Yeah. Love that. Uh, what it did is it allowed me to choose the books I truly wanted to read. You know, you could listen to them first. Is this something that that I want to invest my time in? That's good. Um, well, Lauren, so uh, kind of sending it your way now, same question. Um, there's there's probably many people in your life that, that have invested in you in some capacity, uh, but but who comes to mind either personally or professionally um, in this moment for who it was that invested in you? Yeah, sure. I, I will kind of echo Heidi. I have um, two, one professionally and one personally. And um just, yeah, a quick touch on each. So professionally, um, the person that kept coming into mind was actually Kevin Bell. He uh, is the um, vice president over at DreamFinders Homes. And um, at kind of the start of my career, he was my um, manager when I was an online sales counselor and really helped uh, me, helped me into my career um, he really motivated me to get my real estate license in Florida, um, and actually helped support me, um, to do so like, you, you know, time off from work and what I needed to do to get that done. Um, and really helped motivate me to complete that. And once that was completed, um, then I, uh, he inspired me to join NEFAR and gave me opportunities to start speaking at meetings and to start speaking at the uh, Northeast Florida uh, Realtor Association. I was bringing breakfast uh, to all of the realtors and really started to network and make connections and um, really step into this industry that um, is so wonderful. And um, yeah, I mean, and gosh, and then from there, I mean, he would get, he gave me an opportunity to kind of manage um, a program called eCredit and some first-time home buyers and getting them uh, prepared to buy their first home and manage their credit. And um, so I was helping a lot of first-time buyers build their credit up and work through their debt. And that was a really amazing opportunity and rewarding. And yeah, I mean, gosh, he, he not only just me, but our team, like, you know, education was uh, a really big uh, way of how he managed. And I, that was my first time meeting Jeff Shore. Um, Heidi brought Jeff Shore up in the 4-2 formula and also um, do you convert and kind of learning the online sales program more in depth. And so, yeah, I feel like uh, thanks to Kevin, I definitely really dove into the online sales career and, and learned it well and learned how to speak in front of groups of people and 
and it's led me to where I'm at today. So yeah. thanks, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Again, similar. Be sure to send that over to, to Kevin for the shout out. Um, but at, at the time, I'm, I'm curious, as uh, you were given time off to go excel in, in other skills and things like that, um, how did it make you feel as an employee to have a manager that was so willing to say, hey, go further yourself, go educate yourself, even if that is taking away from time of the day-to-day, but saying, I think you are worth being invested in. Um, how did how do you think that impacted you as an employee? Mm-hmm. It felt, um, there was reciprocity with it. You know, like, hey, this, the, um, I want to show up extra hard uh, because that, because I feel like seen and cared for here and that um, I do matter and that I'm a part of this team. And so I'm going to give this my all and I'm going to really show up. Um, and I think it's important that we do that regardless of the situation that we're in. We always give it our all. Um, but I definitely noticed on a subtle layer, a subtle level that uh, I was, really i found some more drive if you will to really um make him proud yeah i love that not not just more drive but even more skills because that time away was spent learning and growing and things like that um lauren i may have i may have cut you off was there any another individual that you might have wanted to mention yeah thanks so um i outside of my uh corporate career in this wonderful industry that we are all finding ourselves in. Um, I also have um, another side of myself where I taught yoga and meditation and mindfulness for about 12 years now. And um, when I was thinking on a personal level, like who has really um, helped me to get to not only where I'm at today, but really who I am today. I have to call out my first teacher, um, Claudia. She, uh, I got my 500 hour uh, cert training with her and on mindfulness and yoga and meditation. And I, I remember that, you know, work can be very stressful. And um, prior to finding mindfulness, I was very, very stressed. And um, I, I think it's really helped me better manage my day to day to breathe, to, to take care of myself first, put my oxygen mask on so that I can show up for my customers that I work with. Um, I've seen my sales increase and it's, um, from that it's, it's, it's more connecting on a human level with people versus trying to get a sale. It's like just a genuine care, curiosity. It's a slowing down. It's a deep listening Um, So a lot of these practices through mindfulness have really not only changed me personally, but um, in my friendships, my family with and with my customers at work, all of my relationships. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel that um, anyone that's listening, just there's Insight Timer, there's the Calm app, there's free yoga on YouTube. Like it's critical that in... um, the work that we all do that we slow down to take care of ourselves um, so that we really can show up for um, others because I think at the end of the day you know uh, all that really is going to matter is how well did we love how well did we take care of each other and I think Homes for Hope is doing a wonderful job at that. So. Thank you thank you Lauren so I, I am curious on that 
did you spend 500 hours with Claudia? Uh-huh. Wow, that is a lot of hours to spend <laughs> with anyone. Um, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of weekends. So did my Monday to Friday, and then for yeah many years, kind of dove into this. And so yeah, been teaching yoga anywhere from churches to prisons to gyms to studios and anyone that is open to learning how to breathe and feel their you know will slow down just check in with their body and see how they're doing okay lauren i have a myriad of (laughs) questions but something we pride our podcast on is like not being three hours of long form conversation um you have a demo with me here at eci i'm sure we can uh there we go (laughs) there we go yeah that's shameless plug go connect with eci you can learn more than just what eci has to offer um but i'm curious if if you uh if there are day-to-day moments where you say you're kind of discussing um, this mm-hmm. mindfulness, meditation, mm-hmm. yoga, so on and so forth, and and life is stressful, like people's anxiety levels are at an all-time mm-hmm. high, um, do you ever hear Claudia's voice in, in the back of your head saying saying something that, that you recall yeah. her saying quite a bit? And if so, what is that something? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, I hear two things often. Mm-hmm. Look at you fearing what's not even here yet Ooh, that's that'll that'll preach in its own right what what was the other one you said there was two things yeah um the other one is relax back you know just just relax back to the moment take a breath take a pause um and and oftentimes we can be lost in a virtual reality so it's Mm. just okay look around take a breath you know we're all we're we're where we are and and all is well so um yeah it's just that slow just to slow down (laughs) i love that well you know shout out to claudia for hopefully (laughs) everyone listening today can take a beat can take a rest um and i'm gonna i'm gonna replay that that first phrase quite a bit i I really really liked that one so thank you claudia (laughs) for for sharing that today via lauren um well y'all uh thank you so much for for joining me today on the podcast sincerely appreciate it um i know you both have very busy schedules and so uh yeah just from the the bottom of our homes for hope heart thank you for hopping on the podcast with me today um and listeners i hope you guys enjoyed uh having a two-for-one podcast the pleasure of having lauren and heidi on the podcast today um and we're encouraged to invest in those around you 